0: We are on Yevamos Ches Amad Aleph 8A2 in the last line of the article Gemara. We are now up to the final, very last uh, suggestion to the question of why would we need the verse, the extra word of Aleha, When the Torah describes the prohibition of Achus Isha, that you're not allowed to marry Uh, or have relations with your wife's sister, it adds the word Allah to teach you that there's the prohibition, even if it's in the context of Yibam, even if uh, your wife's sister is also your brother's wife, two brothers marry two sisters, and even if it's in the situation of Yibam where your brother passes away, you are not allowed to perform the mitzvah of Yibam, and that is what the verse is telling us. And the Gemara for the past couple of pages has been trying to understand, well, why would we think otherwise? Certainly, if it's if the, your sister-in-law, your brother's wife is related to you some other way, let's say it's your daughter, it's your wife's sister, whatever the case is, it should be obvious that uh, there is a prohibition to do yibum. And the Gemara gave a few answers in the last recording, and now we're going to have the final answer, which seems to be our... Uh, the one that we conclude with, the one that we uh, follow also. So Rav Amar, this is the opinion of Rav. Rav says, Erva says, very interesting idea, he says, you know what, the verse really of Halecha, we do not need uh, for for the Erva itself, for the situation where your sister-in-law is also either, is related to you some other way, an immediate relative, either your daughter or some other relative, That is what we we do not need the verse for. That because that is actually obvious, as as we've been pointing out. This is something which is obvious. Because a positive commandment does not override a negative commandment, which is very severe. And to marry one of your immediate relatives is an extremely severe punishment of kares. And so, therefore, we do not. ...say that the positive mitzvah of yim should override it. And therefore you don't need the verse of Allah for that. So why do I need the verse of Allah? Not for the, uh, for the relative, but... ...in the situation where your brother who passed away is married to two women. One of the two is your relative, is your immediate relative, could be your daughter. The other one is not really related to you other than the fact that it's your brother's wife. So it's the co-wife of the one that you're related to... And so we had in the Mishnah that you're also not allowed, there's no mitzvah of yibim even for the co-wife. And that's why we need the verse. We need the verse purely for the co-wife, but not for the for the immediate relative. The immediate, the, for the close relative, that is something which is obvious. We need it for the co-wife to tell us that there's no mitzvah of yibim even for the co-wife. So the Gemara now is going to ask two questions, just purely based on the language of the brightsa The language of the Brightsa is, V'erva l'tzricha is it really true that when it comes to the erva herself, when it comes to the one who's actually your relative, we don't need a verse for that. But when the Brisa used the language to try to prove from the from the verse of Aleha, it says that we're discussing we're discussing the the case of the where it's your relative, where it's uh, not just your sister in law, but it's also your relative in some other way. So the Gemara answers, Rava answers, Mishim Tsarasa. No, what it really means is just because of the co-wife. That's the whole point. The whole point is purely about the co-wife. Uh, so they ask another question from the language of the Braisa that it says Hain, that it's talking about uh, the actual erva, the actual one that is your relative. No, Mishim Tsarasa. And it, again, the same answer that it's really based uh, because of the co-wives. The Gemara now is going to ask a question on Rava from the following Braisa. Tashma. we have a following question from the following b'risa. Rebbi Omer, Rebbi says as follows, So this is an interesting new opinion that we have here of Rebbi. Until now, what was the source for the idea that, whether it's the erva herself, whether it's the one who uh, is your relative anyways through some other way, or whether it's the co-wife of the erva, of the one that you're pr- prohibited to, uh, to be with. It's the co-wife and then uh, you can't do yibum also to the co-wife. Whatever the case is, that comes from the verse of Allah. That's the way we've been understanding it until now. The verse of Allah, what's the context there? The context there is discussing just, it's not about yibum. it's about just general arayos. It's discussing the whole list of, of, of relatives that you're not allowed to marry. And in there, there's the added word of aleha. So that seems to imply that the reason why there's no Yibum is because of the severity of the prohibition to marry a close relative. It's within that context. It's not even in, in the context of yibum. But it's within that context of, of um, relatives that you're prohibited to be with that we have that extra word to tell us that even in the context of yibum, because of the severity of this prohibition, we're going to say you can't do yibum. That was the opinion that we've had until now. We're going to see now that now we're introduced to a new, a totally new opinion, Rebbe. Rebbe is of the opinion that it comes from really a different verse, which we're going to analyze over the next couple of recordings. It comes from a verse not dealing with uh, the list in the Torah of people, of immediate family members that you're prohibited to marry, but it is it is in the context of Yibum. It's in the context of yibum because the pasuk, the first by yibum, adds a few letters instead of saying the it says the instead of saying and takes, it says the and took her, and that's extra. And instead of saying the that they performed yibum, it says V'yibma. and he performed yibum with her, and so it's extra. And so the Rebbe explains why is it extra? Lesser tsaros va'rayos to tell you that it's forbidden. To do Yibim, in general we do the myths of Yibim, but it's forbidden to do yibam to somebody that you're related to, anyways. Let's say it's your daughter, your brother married your daughter, or to the co wife of that relative of yours. And it's from a totally different uh, verse. And someone explained the fact that it's from a verse that's found by Yibim, that verse itself is found by Yibim, so then conceptually the idea is very different than the first approach. According to the first approach, the reason why conceptually there's no mitzvah of is because of the severity of the prohibition. It's purely, it's not about yibum, but it's about the severity of the prohibition, which is why the extra word is found in that context. But over here, according to Rebbe, the, the verse which teaches us that there's no mitzvah of yibom to a close relative, to your sister-in-law who's a close relative in some other way, comes from within the context of yibum, And perhaps the idea is that, independent of the severity of the prohibition, just yibum. Is not just a mitzvah yibum, but it has a certain level of, of uh, holiness to it, of, of of a marriage to it, and it's specifically the focus being on yibum. Yibum cannot be created within such a relationship. If it requires marrying an immediate relative, other that, relative other than being the sister in law, so then that's not the type of ishus. That's not the type of marriage that we want. And so therefore we'll say that there is no mitzvah of yibum. Okay, but that's just to explain the, the, this opinion of Rebbe. In the end of the day, what the Gemara is trying to do here is that the Gemara is trying to say, it proves from this b'risa that it says that there's a prohibition from, these, from this verse to prohibit both the co-wife and the actual woman who you're, who's your relative. Let's say it's your daughter or, or some other relative. So it seems to imply that we need a verse for the daughter, for the daughter herself. To, to say that there's a prohibition not just for the co-wife, but to, for the actual daughter. So the Gemara answers, Rebbe responds, no. The way to read this b'raisa is that you have to add in a few words. It's really for the co-wife of the one that you're related to. The Gemara says, and The big question is that Rebbe has two words that he... He says, "Are are two letters that are extra within two words." It says, "Vilakach." Instead of to say to take, it says to take her, which is unnecessary. It says "Vilakcha," and instead of saying it says "Viyabma." Instead of saying he performs the mitzvah of Yibam, it says he performs the mitzvah of Yibam with her. So there are definitely two different uh, drushes here. We're expounding upon two different words. So aren't we expounding one for the relative of yours and one for the co-wife? So seemingly we do need a verse. For the for for the relative, which goes against Rava. Rava's opinion was that we don't need any verse for the relative. That's something which is obvious, and we just need a verse for the co-wife. Same verse says no. no. Rava says no. E Really, both words are there to teach you something about the tzara, about the co-wife. And this is a fascinating idea which we had also in the past uh, a while ago. The co-wife we need one word to teach us that a co-wife is a prohibition to do even with. Just like there's a prohibition to do yibum with the immediate relative, so too there's a prohibition to do yibum with the co-wife of that erva, of that immediate relative. But it's also, we need the other word to teach us something else. That if it's not the context of yibum, let's say it's not the context of yibum, what's the case? There's a person who marries your daughter. Okay. So a person marries your daughter, and then that person also has marries somebody else. He has two wives, and that's the co-wife. So you might think that the idea of a co-wife is that it takes on the halachic status of her co-wife. That whatever whoever her co-wife is prohibited to be with, so then so too that co-wife is pro- the co-wives together. They're prohibited to be to, to marry any of the other uh, any of each other's prohibitions for. Uh, people that, that they're prohibited to, to marry, that's what you might have thought, that the co-wife just takes on the identity of the other co-wife with regards to these laws, specifically with regards to these laws. And that's why we need the verse to tell you, no, this is not true. This is only within the context of Yibam. Only within the context of Yibam do we say that if there's no mitzvah of Yibam to your relative, so there's also no mitzvah of Yibam to the co-wife of your relative. But if it's not the context of Yibam, totally different con- context. It's a context where your daughter married somebody, and he also he married a, that that uh, your son-in-law married a second wife at the same time, and their co-wives. We do not say that it's like the co-wife takes on the halachic status of each other. No, we don't say that. It's uh, you're, you'd be you'd be allowed to marry if uh, your son-in-law divorced the co-wife or passed away. So then you'd be allowed to marry. The co-wife of your daughter—there's no problem with that—and that's what the Torah is telling you. My <laughs> time. How do we know this? That's why we're explaining the word Yibim and he performed the of yibim. only within the context of Yibim Do we have this concept that the co-wife? is a prohibition to do Yibim for the co-wife. It's not. If it's not in the context of Yibim so then we'll say it's. Cert, excuse me. It's certainly permissible. Alma Ravashi. Nagumari the Gemari now says, Ravashi says, You can even prove that Rava is correct from the Mishnah. Rava, who said that uh, the purpose of the verse is not to teach you about the erva herself. The erva herself is obvious if it's an immediate relative that you can't do even. It's really there to teach you about the co-wife. This is also clear from the language of the Mishnah. Why? The Ketani, because the Mishnah tells us, Chamesh Yisraeli Nashem Potras Shema the language of the mission is that there are 15 women who exempt their co-wives. The focus is on exempting the co-wife. It doesn't say that there are 15 women who are exempt from yibum, And these are the 15 women that are your uh, close relatives who are also have a possibility of being your sister-in-law, your brother's wife. That's not what the mission says. The mission says specifically that they exempt the co-wives. Because that's the main focus, according to Rava. Because if it's just the immediate relative, that's obvious. That's something which is obvious. So it's specifically about the co-wife. And that's what the Mishnah is teaching you. We'll read a few more lines here. The Gmar now asks. asks, why do I need a a special uh, verse an, or an extra word or an extra letter to tell him tell me that I cannot do? Yibum to the co-wife of my relative. Why is that necessary? It should really f- fall under just like I can't, uh, just like we don't say that the positive commandment overrides a severe negative commandment with regards to my immediate relative. With regards to the, let's say my daughter, my brother marries my daughter. We we with something which is obvious, a positive commandment doesn't override a severe negative commandment. We should also already know that the co-wife of my daughter, who's married to, to my brother, that co-wife also has the halachic status of an erva, of an immediate relative who's prohibited to be with me. Uh, and that's, that's something which is also deserving of karis. So, why do I need a specific verse? We already know that uh, to to be married to the co-wife of uh, somebody who's your relative within this context of yibam, is viewed as an irva, is viewed as the halachic status of somebody that you're prohibited to be with, so then why would I even think that the positive mitzvah of Yibom is there to uh, override that prohibition if it's a very severe prohibition, even with regards to the co-wife. It's something which is already obvious from a different letter, from a different word of Litzur. There happens to be a word litzur to tell you that the co-wife is also has a status of being uh, that there's a prohibition to marry uh, each other. Uh, for that, for the co-wife to marry the live brother. So why do I need uh, the extra words to tell me that there's a uh, that the mitzvah of even doesn't apply in this case? It's something which is obvious. So Amalei Rav Bibi Mar, the Hachikamar Rava. Rava says the truth is is that we don't even need a verse for the co-wife. The co-wife is also obvious according to Rava. In the end of the day, according to Rava. Just like the erva herself, your immediate relative, your daughter, it's, it's obvious that there's no mitzvah v'hibam. So too, with regards to the co-wife, it's obvious that there's no mitzvah v'hibam. That's something which is obvious. The only reason why we need a verse. Why do we need a verse? Moving on to chesam sharia. It's purely to teach me. Uh, about the situation where it's not the co-wife in the context of Yibam where we don't say that there's a mitzvah of Yibim, but it's there to tell me that if if I'm in a totally different context, nothing to do with Yibam, my daughter goes ahead and marries somebody—the case that we had before, not in the context of Yibam. My daughter marries somebody; he has another wife. So, need the verse just to te- teach me? Don't think that 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 there's a prohibition for me to marry my daughter's co-wife. No, I'm allowed to marry my daughter's co-wife, and that's why we need the verse. So, in the end of the day. And we'll conclude with this. In the end of the day, according to Rabbah, we do not need a verse to teach you that there's no mitzvah of for your sister-in-law, who's also another immediate relative like your daughter. And we don't need a verse to teach you about the co-wife of your daughter, that there's no mitzvah of Those are obvious. Because those are such severe punishments, those are obvious that there's no mitzvah of Why do I need the verse? I need the verse purely to teach me that if it's not the context of Yibam, don't think that the co-wife just takes on... Uh, The other co-wife's prohibitions, no, it's not true. The co-wife, you could go ahead and marry your daughter's co-wife. If your daughter goes ahead and marries somebody, and he has a second wife, you're allowed to marry the co-wife, and there's no problem with that. And that's what the verse is teaching me, because all the other cases are obvious. Okay, we're on the top of Chesom Bez, and we will continue in the next recording.